0: I guess, we, I don't know what's happening with our ISDN line, but I know that we have our... What's that?
1: Oh, I was going to say, he said that you we are connected, but he can't hear you.
0: Oh man, I don't know how to fix that. Do you know how to fix that? We'll figure it out right now. Let me see. What if I turn it on? Check, check. Can you hear me now? I can
2: now. There
0: you go. Stand by for a good intro. It's 102.5 The Bones 2016 campaign full coverage, closely following the candidate who may quite possibly be the worst president ever. There you go. There's my man, Herman Kane standing by. Mike, yes, sir. All
2: right, just remind them, the white button for the black guy, okay? <laughs> that's how you remember. I'm wait, sitting here saying I can't hear anything. Wait a second. <laughs> You're black? <laughs> I know it comes as a shock, but just label the white button for the black guy, <laughs> whatever I call it. That's perfect. Do you,
0: do, well, let me ask you, if you noticed yes. something last night about Jeb Bush that I noticed right away, uh, Galvin brought up that he's in better shape physically. And he's thinner and taller and maybe looking more presidential. But I also noticed last night that he was wearing a suit like he's never worn before. It almost had a little shine to it, kind of like trying to be the
2: hip younger guy. I didn't notice any of that. No, huh? Let me tell you what I noticed. He's finished. Yeah. Oh. He tried to attack Marco Rubio. And the reason he did that is because, as Rubio pointed out very tactfully, his staff. Told him to go after Rubio. He is so low in the polls. He's not getting any traction. But I could tell you, I could have told them if they'd asked me. But they didn't ask. That strategy wasn't going to work. He wanted to try to eliminate his Florida competition and then take out the rest of the field. Well, yeah. you got to get past the ten yard line before you get to the twenty yard line.
0: He ain't he ain't he, touching he Rubio. He no, he no. No. And, no. It, the problem. The here's my two problems with Rubio. One is. I, I I believe he's a, a a good man, and I believe that eventually he will he will do some good. But he's too robotic now with his responses. Same thing with Fiorina. Everybody loves her because she's got a great comeback to everybody's answer. But she's just so programmed to say the same things over and over again. How many goddamn times do I have to hear about Rubio's parents being poor? <laughs> yeah, we no get kidding. it. We get it. You're you <laughs> okay. uh, proud well, of you.
2: Well, they need to ask him different questions. I mean, he Wait brings his poor parents into no, every no, question. No, no. <laughs> Well, Uh, let me tell you, my parents were immigrants. Hey, Mike, can I tell you about my dad who worked three jobs (laughs) and my mom was a domestic worker? Look, they ask questions that allows him to pivot into that. Now, as far as the robotic part, I love you like a brother from another mother, (laughs) but I disagree. They are just so quick and articulate, it sounds robotic. That's what that is, in my opinion. You think so? Yeah, I I think that they are just so quick and they've learned the art of the pivot. And in a debate, you have to understand the art of the pivot. and if it were not for the art of the pivot, that two hour series last night would have been a total bust. You and I both saw probably that MSNBC lost because they were carrying a flag for the liberal conservative the liberal media right. and all of the candidates won. But I thought that all of the candidates did a good job of pivoting to some something substantive when the moderators would shut up.
0: Yeah, the, the moderators, I mean, they, how many people used the word snarky last night <laughs> after it was over? I mean, they were real, and then they, but they really crapped the bed on uh, doing their, their fact-checking. I mean, you yes. could, Trump talks out of both sides of his mouth, so you know you could always catch him, but there were a couple other things that they said last night where they were they're like, I mean, Ben Carson When you accuse Ben Carson of something and he tells you he never said it, don't challenge him on it because he's not going to lie to you.
2: He's not going to lie to you. But they did that several times. No. Well, how do you uh, explain your vetting process? Look, if I had to vet everything that was on the Internet that had my picture on it or something that I said— I wouldn't have time to do a radio show. Yeah. You know how many porn
0: sites are using Jessica Alba's picture? And sure, she's yeah. never on there when well, I Mike, go there. I haven't been to those, so you don't yeah. have to tell me about it. You know it, what? Okay? I, I think First of all, I think that's a big fat lie. And second <laughs> of all, what what the first guy that gets out there and, and says, because uh, remember back in the day you couldn't say that you ever smoked pot before in your life. Right. Correct. Yeah. Now everybody, even Bush, is like, oh, I did coke for a while. Yep. So the first guy that's like, I enjoy a little porn. It's legal. I mean, that's a, that's a real <laughs> American right there. Here's a couple other things. Uh, Jeb Bush, we know, is done. Yeah. Um, Mike Huckabee is done. Mike Huckabee is getting weirder and weirder every time. Every time we
2: see him in a debate, like I don't know what his angle is. Like I don't think he wants to be president. I think he's just pushing for something else. I think he was trying. It's just that he's not resonating. He's not getting an attraction, and I really can't explain it. Mike was one of my pick six. Now I'm down to my pick five because I think that. He might try and stay in, but he'll probably drop out if he doesn't start to raise money. That's what he did the last time around. When the money starts to dry up, you've got to drop out, or you're going to end up with a lot of personal debt that you don't want to have to deal with. So not... I. I like Mike, and I always have, but for some reason, he's not getting an attraction. So uh, I too religious. Yeah, too yep. religious. It, it, yep. I, you
0: can't. You can take a stance, and you can say what your personal feelings are, but you. I mean, he's he's almost to the point where he's t- like too crazy religious. Right, scaring people. Well, he doesn't scare me. Maybe
2: that's because I'm scary religious also. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so. and, and let me tell you about. I figured out uh, Chris Christie, and I'm a New York guy. I liked Chris Christie during uh, Sandy. I like him during disasters. He comes out and he... Back in the day, all all the powerful guys were fat. So when you got a fat <laughs> guy in a suit, that wasn't so bad, right? Right. Like, like you, know, you look at any, any old school photo, the fat guy was the one who always had the money to eat, so he was powerful. <laughs> Christie, to me now, uh, he reminds me of... There's a movie with John Goodman that nobody probably saw except for Galvin called King Ralph. Oh, yeah. Where John Goodman, yeah. the entire uh royal bloodline is electrocuted and their next of kin is uh this guy who lives in chicago which ends up being john goodman who's like a bowler and a beer drinker Mm -hmm. and he is now king of uh, England because all the other ones died. Right. And that's Christie. Christie looks to me like a guy, like they put a fat guy, they grabbed a bowler, put him in a suit, and they said, you can do this. Come on. Like, they're prepping him up. (laughs) It's over for him, too. He's he's better off staying in Jersey where people uh, like him and still think he's in the Sopranos.
2: He had some great responses last night, but I don't think it's going to be enough for people to get really, really excited about him. I still think that the ones that are going to remain at the top are the outsiders. And I consider Trump an outsider, Carson, an outsider. Fiorina, I think, is going to move up. Cruz is an outsider. And I think Rubio is going to hang in there because of, even though you called it robotic, I think that Rubio is going to hang in there. And those five, I think, are going to be around for the next debate.
0: Let me let me change that if I can because maybe robotic isn't the right term. I just feel like that uh, it, it may be a little rehearsed is what I was thinking of. It's not robotic. Uh, he definitely appeals to people, but he's uh, he, his answers just seem too much like a politician's answers to me um I, I thought uh um you know who rubio carson carson failed a little bit especially on, he, on the uh on the economic stuff he he goes back and forth on his positions yeah he's still learning he's got i don't think he's a bad guy i just don't think he knows enough yet
2: he needs to be more forceful you can be forceful without being blus- blustery okay and some of his answers are just too timid they are the right answers they are thoughtful but he needs to be a little bit more assertive and a little bit more forceful. That's what I think this Carson is missing, which is why he has been slowly moving up the polls, but if his forcefulness doesn't come out pretty soon, you might see him start to go down a little bit. People want a fighter, and they need to hear that fire and that fight from the candidates, especially in the debates, because think about it, the debates, they represent just one of the main sources that people learn about candidates, and unfortunately, it is the main source for a whole lot of people. Wait, uh, was Donald Trump the big loser last night? No, he held serve, as they yeah. were saying tennis. You know, he didn't really lose. Uh, what I was shocked by is that the questioners didn't focus on him. He answered the questions when it came to him, but he wasn't as central of focus. And see, what happens is, and I went through the same thing. Not bragging, but my performance, quote unquote performance in the first debate was so great that the expectations for the second one was so high yeah. that everybody looked at me and said, "Well, he didn't do as well." Well, yes, I, I did. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, you know, it's just that I didn't take exceptional to exceptional plus. Right. Trump hell serve in my opinion last night. Do you? I uh, would. W- did you ever think
0: like nobody wants to say when they're nominated for an Academy Award they don't want to? Oh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't even write a thank you list because I didn't think I would win. But <laughs> did you? It, did you ever think? Okay, so say I make this. Uh, presidency who who are you looking on for vice president uh
2: depending upon who who do you think will be president
0: no you i'm talking oh. about you When you when you were there if you were like hey man after that first debate and you're all high and everybody loves you and you're right. laying in bed you're like man if i'm president i would like this guy for my vice president
2: well i had thoughts of paul ryan oh really uh, yes i did uh paul ryan was picked by Romney. And I would have picked a Paul. Paul Ryan was on my short list to be vice president. Also, now he's going to be Speaker of the House. Yeah. Paul Ryan's downfall was Mitt Romney. It would not have anything to do. With, yeah. It didn't have anything to do with Paul Ryan because of the very reasons he is being pushed into a leadership position: his thoughtfulness, his smartness, his youthfulness all of those qualities he was on my short list and beyond Paul I really hadn't thought about anybody else because you know I didn't want to get too far ahead of myself why do you think he didn't run for president because you have to have a deep desire and aspiration to do that secondly as he pointed out when he laid down his conditions to be speaker of the house he has some young kids and I admire him for not wanting to make that kind of commitment at this point. When I ran for president, my kids were grown and gone. Yeah. And so, you know, that was a big concern of his, and I respect that. Plus, he's also still very young. So the possibility of him running in the future still exists. But I think he's going to have to sharpen some of his communication skills if he were to decide to do that. Oh, Can you imagine if
0: if Hillary gets a nomination, if Hillary gets to become president— and, uh, and you got Paul Ryan as Speaker of the House. He's just setting up the battle for the, in the next couple of years.
2: How about gridlock on steroids? Yeah. Nothing will get Nothing done. Nothing will get done. <laughs> because Paul Ryan is not going to just roll over for Hillary. But you brought up another unpleasant point. Hillary is going to get the nomination. You want to know why? They've cleared the deck. They can't. Nobody else. Joe would not have slowed her down. So the fact that they made a big story out of Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe's going to run and all of that, that was a non-factor. The fact of the matter is Democrats are looking the other way, even though she lied, even though she deceived the American public. They don't care. As Rubio pointed out last night, after she did that testimony before that select select congressional committee, they talked about it was one of her best weeks and best days relative to her campaign. The woman lied, right. and they are ignoring it, and they are going to clear the deck, and they are hoping that the American voters, at least the Democrats and maybe a few independents, are going to forget about the fact that she lied, and that's how they are going to try to help her get the nomination, and they're going to do the same thing to try to get her to become president.
0: I don't understand. That's 11 hours of lies that she had. Yes. And and then everybody just sweeps that under the rug, and I, part of the problem is you're not going to see Bernie Sanders turn and and call her out on that and uh, he's he's too busy like you said last time trying to set himself up for uh, uh, some sort of position because he knows he's not going to get the nomination
2: he, yeah so he, nobody's shoving it in their face no he wants to be the secretary of the department of happy happy that was okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's trying to protect all right but you the other reason that uh the media they don't the liberal media doesn't want Bernie Sanders because he will be hit across the head constantly by conservatives, you know, socialist, 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 socialists. Some people are starting to realize what a socialist is. Yeah. It is a slow road to communism. And they know that if he gets the nomination, that you know he's not going he's not gonna win because they're gonna drive that message home. That's why Hillary is their only choice, which is why they're trying to wink, wink, look the other way about her lying, lack of accomplishments. And here's the biggest one, Mike. That I noticed in that hearing last week, 11 hours, two new things came out. One, she lied. And secondly, when it came to additional requests for security, she shoved it off on the security professionals. That's not a CEO or a leader. She basically tried to distance herself from the fact that she didn't provide additional security because she left it to the security professional. And and not only did she not make
0: the decision that she was that she was the one responsible to make, she blew it off
2: several times. Yes, resulting in in deaths, and she yes. needs to be held accountable for that. She needs to be held accountable for it, but the but the mainstream liberal media, they're not going to hold her accountable for it, which is why. All conservatives out there, all people who are patriots, who care about the future of this country. And I happen to believe that your listeners, even though I'm not on your show a lot, that they care about the future of this country. Of course. You've got to make sure you vote and you've got to encourage other people to vote. The biggest, the biggest lie out there isn't the lie that Hillary Clinton told. It's that a college professor told the daughter of one of my listeners that her vote doesn't count. That is a big, fat lie. And so people have got to realize that there's power in their vote, and there's power in more of us voting for who we believe in. That's going to be the difference, and we can we can basically offset the cheating, and we can offset the as Marco Rubio put it, we can offset the biggest super PAC that the yeah. democrats have yeah. which is the liberal media <laughs> the media well let me, let me tell you also i think it's very disrespectful when people
0: don't vote there are people that have died yes. Uh, yes. for this country in order that we have the right to vote there's people that didn't get the right to vote until yep. not too long ago yep. and uh, i've voted in every presidential election since i was, since i was able to yes and i think it's something that uh that that we should be very proud to have and and uh, look at other countries that are still dying and, and and dealing with corrupt elections and the fact that we can't go out there and spend what probably about 15 minutes of of our time on that important day is ridiculous this is Herman Cain uh he uh, was crazy for a little while and decided he wanted to be president and now he decided it'd be better to be rich and be a radio talk show host and an author he is going to be coming to Tampa Uh, yes before we talk about that I have to ask you this one last question uh, I don't want to get too political my audience I don't want to lose them with this seriousness of this conversation but this is very important If you had to uh, marry one, kill one, or make sweet love to one uh, between Hillary Clinton, uh, Carly Fiorina, and uh, Michelle Obama, which one would you marry, which one would you kill, and which one would you make sweet love to? I'd kill myself. (laughs) No. Not an option. Not an option. You didn't say that. Not an option. You could only marry F or kill. You cannot kill yourself
2: you didn't say that wasn't an option
0: i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you i would i would uh i would marry michelle obama yeah i would uh no no i would bang michelle obama i would marry carly fiorina and i would kill hillary clinton yeah that's the way to go
2: you guys i tell you you're priceless you're absolutely priceless
0: i'm gonna say that would be the same way for herman (laughs) (laughs)
2: guys it's always great talking
0: to you when are you coming here
2: it'll be in february and we're gonna work something out and try to do a live appearance with you and me and your co hosts and stuff like that yep promoting my new book so we're working on the details i know that your boss is uh, excited about it so we're gonna put something together so it'll be in february when i'm promoting my new book
0: if you need me to write a little blurb in your book that you put on the back cover yeah I'm, i'm available for that
2: Done or, deal. The, or the
0: forward. If you need me to ride the forward. you got it, man. Me and you Herman go back. Wait. You got it. All right. <laughs> hey, thank you for coming on the show again. Have a good chat. Check guys. out com. There you go. I love. I love that guy. Yeah, he he's very great. funny, and uh, he's right. I, I was. I, I didn't mean to say robotic with Rubio. I actually thought Rubio did a good job last night. But it, but from what I'm watching, I don't want to see. That same, it's the reason why the outsiders are winning because you don't want to see that same prescribed answer, right? The you know, and how many times Rubio? So uh, Marco Rubio, what do you think about this? And then he turns and looks at the camera and he says, "Well, my family came over here from Cuba. and okay. I couldn't afford to go to college, and then I didn't have the okay. Get it. And show more of his hot wife." I have
3: to imagine that before he uh, orders from Starbucks, he's like, "Yeah." Uh, when my parents came over, by the Cuban, the uh, Cuban coffee, but yeah, I'm gonna cool. drink. This my week.
0: father had to plant his own seeds and go out and harvest his own cocoa bean.
3: Yeah, wow. Marco, I asked, "What you What do you want for lunch?"
0: Mm-hmm. Please stop. Telling <laughs> me. My father didn't eat lunch for 13 years because mm. wow. he came here from Cuba and we didn't have any money. And I worked really hard so that I can have a sandwich, but only with one piece of bread. Mm. I'm Marco Rubio. Uh, Wesley, good morning. You're on the Mike Halter Show. What's up, Wesley?
3: Hello. Hi. Hey, got a question. I wanted to see if Herman had any uh, input, but uh, I just have no plans of voting for Hillary, but I find it hilarious that if she were to win, that we would maybe have the first, I'm trying to think of what you t- title him as, first man or the first
0: gentleman. First gentleman, I believe, is what is it would be called. It was, it would
3: yeah. Be? And he'd have Bill running around on that front. How it long do you points. think
0: it will be before he gets in trouble for do it for banging somebody in the White House? Uh, under a month. I mean, think uh, about I, it. I, I, you're you're in there now, getting all the perks that you did for the eight years when you lived there, but you don't have any of the responsibility. And how bored he's going to be because he doesn't get to sit in the Oval Office. <laughs> so while they're in the Oval Office, he's going to be running around doing things in the other rooms. You know who is
3: really, really, really hoping that Hillary Clinton gets elected as president? Daryl yeah. Hammond
0: oh, oh yeah he's, he's back <laughs> yeah thanks wesley Thank and you. and let me tell you um herman i know herman watches porn i don't really know that like for a fact but in my mind <laughs> i assume he does yeah, yeah. he's a but man because he's a man that's mm-hmm. it and uh and and then you gotta wonder if uh, you know bill watches porn oh yeah right bill makes porn yeah <laughs> can you watch it in the white house
3: yeah, well, haven't they? I where mean, I'm pretty sure people have been caught like in in the House of Representatives with porn on their phone. No, no, no.
0: I'm talking about in the White House because oh. everything's recorded in the in the Oval Office, and but you know that, that- bathroom. They can't record you in a bathroom. You know you they? do. You, you're not supposed to. Yeah, you, know you do.
1: That's where Snoop Dogg said he smoked weed was in the bathroom. You don't of the think White they House.
0: were in the back watching on a monitor and they're like, oh, there's Snoop, he's getting high.
1: Snoop lying.
0: Yeah, they like they didn't know that was happening. Probably.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know what you do. You go old school, and you use magazines.
0: Oh yeah You might. use magazines And you and put you time get, on the cover
3: No, Yeah but you go wherever you go And you turn off all the lights And you have night vision goggles Awesome
0: <laughs> Yeah That's awesome. a lot of things uh, to, to, to do to, yeah, hey. to, to quote Dave Chappelle I don't want to be a masturbation ninja <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle is like When you're trying to take care of yourself When your wife's home When the kid's home He's like I'll get up there in the corner above the door <laughs> 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 He's like uh, Let me go to Mike Hi Mike You're on the Mike Cal, the Show
1: Hey, good morning, Mike. Um, awesome interview. First great. off, um, yeah, I mean that—that—that that, that, uh, I would be very nervous if I were in your spot. Oh, and um, I would. Are we kidding
0: th- me? Herman's like the most normal, yeah, uh, down-to-earth ha- guy. He's great.
3: Uh, when I email his producer yeah. set it up, he keeps talking about how much fun he has going yeah. on the show. I would so imagine
0: cool. that, for the most part, uh, they don't ever get to have fun type interviews. So it was great to have him on.
1: Well, that—that's what I was kind of leading to to my comment. Is you know I've been waffling on on who I was you know, thinking about voting for. Right. And if somebody can sit down and, I mean, you you guys are obviously my favorite radio show. If somebody can sit down on, you know, your show, be as normal as he was, what, you know, not, not fumble anything and, I, I, you know, I, that's what I'm looking for in a, in a leader. You know, I, I'm not looking for somebody who's stuffy. I'm not looking for somebody who's going to lie. And, uh, you know, that, I think your interview just really kind of made up my mind. You, you, know, so, you
3: know Herman Cain's not running for president, right? Well, you
1: can vote for him anyway if you want to. It's a free country. No, no, I am going to vote for him um, because, um, you know, Ben Carson, <laughs> I, I, I like Ben Carson, but I don't think he's a good leader. Um, I, I, I don't think Trump would be the right person. So, um, you know, there's there's no dead vote. And um, I, I think we, we need more people that are like him to stick their neck out.
0: All right. I'm with you. Herman Cain in uh, 2016. 2016. All right.
1: It's either Hammer John Kerry at this
0: point. <laughs> um, Herman will never run for president again. Why would he? Because he learned last time.
1: Yeah. they That's the problem. Is it's such a pain in the ass to become president. They, if you do one thing wrong, you're going to get up there and worry about it. And I think that's part of the problem. We're losing a lot of good candidates because maybe somebody oh. did something wrong back in like when they were 25 or 30 and now people know about it.
0: I wanted to ask him. This is something I think about all the time. And I know I throw conspiracy things out there and stuff. I'm real intrigued by that stuff even though I think most of it's BS. But there is a situation when Obama took over for Bush. There is a very ceremonial meeting at the front of the White House where the outgoing president meets the incoming president and takes him inside. Yeah. Now, once they get inside, you don't get to see what goes on. So in my mind, they walk in, they look at each other, and they say, uh, well, well, B, welcome. Thanks, George. I appreciate it. Ladies, go enjoy some tea. B and I got to talk. And then he takes him into a private room that only presidents are allowed to go in, not vice presidents, not secret service. It's, it's behind a, a bookcase, and then there's another round door on the inside. And then they open up that book of presidents, and he says- All the secrets. Here's what we got. And he's, and, uh, he's like, aliens, aliens. and I'm like, of course aliens. Aliens back since as far as we were recording information. And he's like- uh, JFK. Kennedy. Yep. It was us, you know, and he just yeah. tells him. But here's why. Here's why it was necessary, and here's what we did. And Lyndon Johnson knew about the whole thing, and he's like, "Oh my God, this is crazy. What else? Professional wrestling? Real? What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, just all that stuff that he just goes through, and he tells them all the president <laughs> stuff. Yeah, and he and he's like, um, Darth Vader. Luke's father. Why? Oh wait, wait, that, no, we already sorry. knew that you already knew <laughs> that. Sorry. But you know. No, I'm just saying, like he, he goes in and he just gives them all the presidential he's like he here's he's like um The other thing is we shot JR. Oh no yeah. <laughs> The the nuclear codes, the F word. Yeah, yeah. you'll never forget it. Just, keep yeah. On, yeah. just plug it in. Um what else do you think he tells them? Like where oh, okay, so here, this is Mount Weather. This is where we go when the crap really hits the fan. If we think there's going to be a war, they, uh, the chopper brings you over here, the plane takes you over there, and then you go underground. Bam. And then, yeah. There are missiles under the Rose Garden. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. He's, yeah. like, fully protected. He's, like, uh, that plane that was coming over here it would have never <laughs> even made it close. It, the actual top of the Washington Monument opens, like, a Bic lighter. Oh, man. Or, or what do they call it? A Zippo, Zippo lighter. <laughs> And uh, and you know the guns pop Shirts out from flames, there. Yeah, it,
3: kind of it is a big lighter. Just shoots yeah. flames. Just shoots flame. <laughs> a big wall on. of fire and nothing yeah. can get through.
0: Yeah, and then he just and then he's like, um, uh, you know, this guy has uh, been dead for years. It's a it's a fake that we put in there. You know, just like things they make up there. Uh, we had, we had to kill Elvis. We killed John Lennon because he was getting too too many too followers. Many, yeah. Tupac and he is still yeah. alive
3: though. Tupac's still alive. Both of them they hang out.
0: And yet, what if what if Obama goes? Uh, let me ask you a question. What about Tupac? And and Bush went. Oh, you like Tupac? Come on, I'll show you. Oh, and He takes dude. him. And he got him downstairs in a cell. You uh, <laughs> got, got him in a in cell. cell, and you walk past, uh, you know, a couple other missing celebrities or or people leaders. And they're all in the cell together. Oh, and they're like, there you go. DB Cooper's down there. Yeah, you learn Natalie it
3: all. Oh. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Oh. What did she do? You gotta bring <laughs> she it was, down.
3: She, no, she she's too. a celebrity. Yeah, to bring it down. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't a celebrity. She just got murdered.
0: I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, I, I there, that's got to be the best part about being president is now you get that that meaning where you just know everything. Uh, Mike, go ahead. You're on the Mike Calda show.
1: Hey Mike, you're probably old enough to remember this. Do You remember when uh, before Jimmy Carter uh, was elected president, he said, "If I'm elected president, I'm going to, uh, exp- you know, let everybody know every knowledge about aliens and whatnot, you know, that the government's been concealing." And then once he got elected president, he said, "I will not re- reveal any of that information for threat of nas- national security." Yeah,
0: and uh, and you know, it's because they go, "Hey, listen, Jimmy." Yeah, okay, there's aliens. We all pretty much knew that anyway, but here's the treaty that we signed, and the minute we open our big fat mouths, they blow our planet out of the uh, solar system. That's why he kept his mouth shut.
1: Just like pixels.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Just (laughs)
1: Just like
0: pixels. (laughs) Hubert has to save the day.
1: Steve and Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Source. If you're thinking about getting engaged, Golden Diamond Source is your one-stop destination.
0: Shop, compare, and save at the Golden Diamond Source.
1: 3800 Ulmerton Road.
0: Or online at goldendiamondsource.com.
2: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day,